0: You're listening to The Nighthawk, America's Social Bulletin, connecting you through writing. I'm your host, Josh Urban. This is edition 68 for October 3rd, 2023. Hope you're all are doing good over there. Sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee so you're not relaxed anymore. Let's get to it. Quote of the week, sometimes the first duty of the intelligent men is the restatement of the obvious, George Orwell. And our song of the week, Shine On, Shine On, Harvest Moon. It's an early 1900s Tin Pan Alley hit recorded by Rosemary Clooney, Bing Crosby, Leon Redbone. That's my Leon impression. Love that song. And others, what's your favorite version? I think mine's Leon's, but personally, I don't know. Let me know. And, uh, well, it was a great weekend for astronomy, and that's what our column is. The Harvest Moon, Big Talks in the Waning Moonlight. It sounds like a joke. A nuclear scientist, a baker, a biologist, seven graduate students, and the Rwandan delegation walk into an observatory. Well, kind of. Anytime I drag a telescope out to the park, something magical happens. The space isn't great for sky watching. Streetlights bathe the concrete in a sodium orange, but there's people there and people matter. Curious, they stop to see the rings of Saturn or the lunar craters and end up talking big things. Maybe it's the beauty of the cosmos or the invitation to look up. Suddenly, the park becomes a living room, a place where we can stumble through our ideas together, looking up with both our eyes and our minds. People are hungry for real conversations, for wondering, for talk about aliens and God and how long it would take to drive to Neptune and why nuclear reactors glow and how we got here in the first place and what we can do about being better people. This weekend, the harvest moon shone on adding a silvery light to the park as people from around the world pondered together. It's good to remember the sky and who he might become. This day in history, Elvis makes his debut in 1945. Ten-year-old Presley sings Old Shep at a state fair, winning fifth place and $5 in tickets to use at the fair. And if you're looking for a cool topic to research, something on this smorgasbord of information, check out How Wild Was the Wild West? Where did those legends come from for this week's menu of fascination? Take a trip back in time to the American frontier in the late 1800s. The picture on the blog, you can't see in the podcast, but it's worth looking at on the blog, joshurban.substack.com, is uh, visiting Rwandan students line up to view Saturn through a telescope. That's Josh that would be me. It's great. Check it out. And now our letters from Josh. This is redacted on the blog. Hopefully Grandma's not listening to this because we're doing a little birthday surprise for her. Uh, this is letters from Josh number 154 appearing in the Altavista Journal on Wednesday on the, the late night radio uh, column. It's called a birthday telegram. And grandma, if you hear this, just pretend you didn't. Howdy folks and welcome back to the show. Imagine a crackle of static on the radio. This is a pretend show in the wee small hours, right? In my best DJ voice, a big shout out to my grandma Kay on her 98th birthday. As long as I've been able to read, the envelopes have arrived. Sometimes it's trains, sometimes it's stars or guitars or bees. Grandma has mailed me interesting newspaper clippings forever. I thought it would be clever to write her a happy birthday, print it in the paper, cut it out, and send it back. In a way, we'd all be wishing her a happy birthday on the joyous occasion. Last Friday after a program, an unruly five-year-old asked if I had a mom. The opportunity was too good to ignore. No. He looked confused until I laughed and reassured him. I obviously don't have any kids. Maybe he meant, what's your mom like? You might wonder the same about my grandmother. Everyone has ancestors, but Grandma Kay is a singular individual. We talk on the phone often. She tells me tales of cross-country road trips, seeing FDR on the back of a train rolling through her native Hartford, Connecticut. Shaking Paul Newman's hand, he had the bluest eyes. Johnny Carson's rudeness at the USO. Working at the aircraft factory office during World War II, riding the streetcar with her drummer father on his way to a gig, and lots of bokeh dancing. One story wasn't new to me, but I wanted to hear it again. Hanging on every word, I leaned in. If one could lean in across 500 miles on a telephone, as she began. The dreaded knock came one day on the farmhouse door. Your great-great-grandfather was only 18. The Russian army took him away, and that was that. Everyone thought he had died in the Crimean War, but somehow he survived the battles. Russia lost when he was in Turkey. They were clean out of money, told him good luck and waved goodbye. Broke, exhausted, defeated, he was a thousand miles from home. So what did he do, Grandma? Well, he started walking, walked and walked all the way back to Lithuania, knocked on the farmhouse door and said, I'm home. Left when he was 18, came back when he was 40. No way, I exclaimed at this tale of fortitude. Maybe I need to walk more. Yeah, got married, had eight kids. See, there's still hope for you. Mike Tyson couldn't have thrown a better uppercut. Pow, my head snapped back. I coughed, spluttered, choked, (laughs) then burst into laughter. Uh, You got me, Grandma. She joined in the mirth. And that's her, folks. Won't you join me in singing? Happy birthday, dear Catherine. Man, I'm pitchy this morning. Catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening.